To the Lord our God belong mercies and forgivenesses, though we have rebelled against him. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God, to walk in his laws which he set before us. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalms 130 on page 507 and 138 on page 513. Out of the deep have I called unto thee, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. O let thine ears consider well the voice of my complaint. If thou, Lord, wilt be extreme to mark what is done amiss, O Lord, who may abide it? For there is mercy with thee, therefore shalt thou be feared. I look for the Lord, my soul doth wait for him, and his word is my trust. My soul fleeth unto the Lord before the morning watch. I say before the morning watch. O Israel, trust in the Lord, for with the Lord there is mercy, and with him is plenteous redemption. And he shall redeem Israel from all his sins. I will give thanks unto thee, O Lord, with my whole heart. Even before the gods will I sing praise unto thee. I will worship toward thy holy temple and praise thy name because of thy loving kindness and truth. For thou hast magnified thy name and thy word above all things. When I called upon thee, thou heardest me and endurest my soul with much strength. All the kings of the earth shall praise thee, O Lord. They have heard the words of thy mouth. Yea, they shall sing of the ways of the Lord, that great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord be high, Yet hath he respect unto the lowly. As for the proud, he beholdeth them afar off. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, yet shalt thou refresh me. Thou shalt stretch forth thy hand upon the furiousness of my enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. The Lord shall make good his loving kindness toward me. Yea, thy mercy, O Lord, endureth forever. Despise not then the work of thine own hands. Here beginneth the ninth verse of the eighth chapter of Jeremiah. The wise men are ashamed, they are dismayed and taken. Behold, they have rejected the word of the Lord. So what wisdom do they have? 
Therefore I will give their wives to others, and their fields to those who will inherit them. Because from the least even to the greatest, everyone is given to covetousness, from the prophet even to the priest, everyone deals falsely. They have healed the hurt of the daughter of my people slightly, saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. Were they ashamed when they committed abomination? No, they were not at all ashamed, nor did they know how to blush. Therefore they shall fall among those who fall. In the time of their punishment they shall be cast down, says the Lord. I will surely consume them, says the Lord. No grape shall be on the vine, nor figs on the fig tree, and the leaf shall fade, and the things I have given them shall pass away from them. Why do we sit still? Assemble yourselves. Let us enter the fortified cities. Let us be silent there. For the Lord our God has put to silence, and given us water of gall to drink, because we have sinned against the Lord. We looked for peace, but no good came, and for a time of health, and there was trouble. The snorting of his horses was heard from Dan. The whole land trembled at the sound of the neighing of his strong ones, for they have come and devoured the land and all that is in it, the city and those who dwell in it. For behold, I will send serpents among you, vipers which cannot be charmed, and they shall bite you, says the Lord. I would comfort myself in sorrow. My heart is faint in me. Listen, the voice, the cry from the daughter of my people, from a far country. Is not the Lord in Zion? Is not her king in her? Why have they provoked me to anger with their carved images, with foreign idols? The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. For the hurt of the daughter of my people, I am hurt. I am mourning. Astonishment has taken hold of me. Is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Why then is there no recovery for the health of the daughter of my people? Oh, that my head were waters, and my eyes a fountain of tears, that I may weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. Here and get the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy, I hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. We begin at the 17th verse of the first chapter of 1 Corinthians. For Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel, not with the wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of no effect. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. For Jews request a sign, and Greeks seek after wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, to the Jews assembling block, and to the Greeks foolishness. 
but to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God. Because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. For you see your calling, brethren, that not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to be put to shame, to put to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things that are mighty. And the base things of the world and the things which are despised God has chosen, and the things which are not, to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God, and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, that, as it is written, he who glories, let him glory in the Lord. Here at the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the faces of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who of thy tender love towards mankind, has sent thy Son, our Savior Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh, and to suffer death upon the cross that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may both follow the example of his patience and also be made partakers of his resurrection. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. The love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. Um, it's interesting here in our, our Old Testament lesson from, from Jeremiah, we have the elite of of the the Jewish religion, the the priests and prophets who are being held accountable for how they have 
failed to live up to to God's intended path for them. So they have been telling people what they want to hear and have been feeding into their their desire for good news always, constantly. And we see that they'll be punished for this. And it's interesting that we then see in our New Testament lesson, Paul is talking about how the Christian religion is fundamentally different in that, you know, in the Jewish re religion, you had all these scribes and Pharisees, these people who were, you know, looking at the, the minutia of the law and making these rules and precepts and stuff. You have them on one hand, as typified by Jeremiah's, you know, calling out these priests and stuff. And then Paul's also connecting it with the the Greek philosophy, all these people sitting around in in discourse and arguments and you know and debates about the the nature of reality and all of these things so much so that you have all the old philosophies are alive today you know talking about whether we we actually live in reality or we can actually understand anything outside of ourselves or it's all just our own perceptions and things like this and Paul's making an point, important point that under the rules of the world, the gospel doesn't make any sense. Under these things, a king does not come as a conqueror who then gives up his life on the cross and suffers a, 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 a shameful death. The, the cross was a shameful death at this time. And this is not the way things are supposed to happen we as christians who have grown up in in essentially a culture that has understood christianity for you know two thousand years we can lose sight of the fact that all of these things that we we tend to take for granted don't make any sense to the the world the idea of losing or giving up your life in order to gain it these type of things are don't make any sense the christian faith is full of paradoxes that only makes sense on the inside once you're in it and once you've given yourself over to jesus do these things start to make sense from a logical point of view they don't make any sense how is it that we, you become a slave to christ and are thereby free for the first time in your life as before you become christian before that time it doesn't make any sense it only makes sense once you have given yourself fully over to christ how you actually become free and so these are always i think important things to always reflect on on how paradoxical and hard to comprehend Christianity is if you're not in it and how we have to thereby how we reach other people who are outside the faith is not by telling them about it but by showing them by sharing with them our experience and showing 
through our own lives how it's different and how it functions differently. You can't just tell them. You can't just teach them about it. You have to show them your life and your changes within you and the changes, most importantly, in your relationships with other people, especially in your community and your church, how this community functions differently. It's only when people see that functioning differently, when they are touched by another person, can you, they be brought in. And it's only in that different functioning space that the gospel starts to make sense. And how, most importantly, how Jesus is truly active in our weaknesses. And so when you see a church where you don't have a dynamic speaker, but you see the love of Christ in it. You see that it is Christ working in there. So just some thoughts about the, today's lessons. We continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. And we'll take a, a brief moment to call to mind our own prayers and intentions. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our 